0: Welcome to the Inside the Board Study Smarter series dedicated to helping you learn to think like a question writer so you can study smarter, not harder, and succeed on your exam. Hello, and welcome back to the Study Smarter series podcast. My name is Stuart Bryant, and welcome to this Step One Study Smarter series. This week, we've been handling biostats questions, and as part of that, we're going to showcase a bit from another podcast we have, the Crush Step 1 podcast. As part of today's episode, we'll play an excerpt from the Crush Step 1 podcast that focuses on biostatistics in terms of things like biases and study types, just to give you an idea about those uh, and give you an introduction to that podcast as well. Definitely, if you want more access to that, Uh, Check it out on whatever podcatcher you use, and if you want access to the entire thing now, go to the Inside the Boards app where you can get access to the entire thing now as well as our audio cue bank. Typically don't introduce an episode with saying something like this, but uh, I haven't said it in a long time, but if you are not subscribed to the podcast, please subscribe to it give us a rating on iTunes or wherever so that we can get that feedback, and it really does help us out a lot. But without further ado, please enjoy this episode from Crush Step 1. Thanks, guys. Happy studying.
1: Statistical tests for data analysis. Two-sample t-test compares the means, continuous data, of two groups and determines whether there is a difference between the means Based on a predetermined level of significance. For example, is there a significant difference in the average systolic blood pressure, which is continuous data, between men and women, which is categorical data? As the name implies, only two groups can be compared in a two sample t test. The ANOVA, or analysis of variance, serves a similar function to a t test, but can compare more than two groups. For example, is there a significant difference in the average systolic blood pressure, continuous data, of Asian Americans, European Americans, and African Americans, which is categorical data? The chi square test compares proportions between groups of categorical data. There is no limit to the number of variables being compared. For example, is use of antibiotic X y, or z, which is categorical data, associated with the difference in survival from sepsis, which is categorical data. The correlation coefficient, r, is the degree to which two continuous variables change together in a linear fashion. The correlation coefficient ranges from minus 1 to 1. A coefficient of 1 implies a perfect correlation. 0 implies no correlation, and minus 1 implies a perfect inverse correlation. For example, there is a positive correlation between height and forced expiratory volume, FEV, which increases as height increases. The square of the correlation coefficient is the coefficient of determination, R squared, which takes on a value between 0 and 1, and is a measure of how much the change in the dependent, Y variable, is determined by the change in the independent X variable. Causality. Although tempting, it is important to never assume that an association implies causation. That is, A causes B. This simplification is often not the case because of the following. Inverse causation. B could actually be causing A. One might conclude that immunosuppression predisposes people to lentivirus infection. However, the lentivirus, HIV, is actually the cause of the immunosuppression, which can result in AIDS. Confounding, a third variable, C, could be affecting both measured variables, A and B. For example, gingivitis may not cause diabetes, but lack of access to healthcare may predispose someone to both conditions. And then there are other sources of bias, which we'll discuss later. Hypothesis testing. The null hypothesis is the hypothesis of no association between two variables. For example, a given treatment has no effect, or two groups have identical risks despite different exposures. When constructing an experimental design, one attempts to statistically accept or reject the null hypothesis. The null hypothesis is paired with the alternative hypothesis. Which takes the opposite assertion. For example, in a study comparing metronidazole to placebo for the treatment of giardiasis, the null hypothesis asserts that there would be no increased rate of resolution, whereas the alternative would assert that metronidazole hastens recovery, which it actually does. An alpha, or type 1 error, is rejecting the null hypothesis when it is true, creating a false alarm. Or a false positive. There's a mnemonic for this. Think A for alarm and type 1 because A is the first letter of the alphabet. For example, a study finds the use of vitamin D improves recovery from an upper respiratory infection when, in fact, it does not. Alpha is sometimes called the level of significance because it is the predetermined level below which the differences are considered unlikely to be due to chance alone. And the null hypothesis is rejected. Usually, the alpha is set at 0.05. Beta, or type 2 error, is failing to reject the null hypothesis when it is false, creating a missed detection or false negative. For example, a study finds that there is no significant decrease in mortality for patients who regularly exercise, when, in fact, there is. Power is the ability of a test to reject the null hypothesis when it is false. Otherwise stated, the probability of avoiding type 2 error. Power equals 1 minus beta. Power is increased with increased difference between groups, that is, effect size, and with increased sample size. P-value is the probability of obtaining a test statistic, such as a t-test or chi-square test statistic as extreme or more extreme by chance alone if the null hypothesis is true and there is no bias. A p-value of less than 0.05 is usually said to be statistically significant. Confidence interval is a range of values around the point estimate such that, with repetition, the true value will be contained with a specified probability of 1 minus alpha. Most often, the 95% confidence interval is reported, corresponding to an alpha level of 0.05. Increasing the sample size will narrow the confidence interval. A test in which the 95% confidence interval contains the true value is considered accurate. A test with a narrow confidence interval is considered precise. If the 95% confidence interval does not contain the null result, Then there is a statistically significant difference in the groups. The null result depends on the test. Rather than memorizing these results, think about which results would imply a difference and which would not. For ratios such as relative risk or odds ratio, the null value will be one, whereas the differences, the absolute risk reduction, the null value will be zero. Clinical study design. An experimental study. The investigator controls the exposure assignment. An example is randomized control trials. Observational study. The investigator observes the subjects without intervention. Cross-sectional, case control, and cohort studies are observational studies. Cross-sectional study. Subjects are enrolled without regard to exposure and disease status, which are then evaluated simultaneously. Most often in the form of a survey. A cross sectional study designed to determine the number of people with disease at a given time is a prevalence study. For example, how many people who have hyperlipidemia also currently have coronary artery disease? Case control study. Subjects are enrolled based on disease status one group with disease, the cases, and one group without the controls, and then exposure is assessed in the two groups. Case control studies are retrospective studies where disease status is known before exposure assessment. Example. Select subjects with and without mesothelioma and then ascertain the proportion of each group previously exposed to asbestos. Cohort study. Subjects are enrolled based on exposure status, one cohort with the exposure and one without, controls, and are followed over time for the disease of interest. Subjects must be free of the disease at enrollment. The study may be prospective, the disease status is not known at the time of enrollment, or retrospective, chart review. The incidence in each group can be calculated. Relative risks are calculated for each measure estimation. Example, does having elevated cholesterol increase your chances of having a myocardial infarction? In prospective design, Patients with and without high cholesterol are enrolled and followed over time to see if they develop heart disease. In retrospective design, patients with and without high cholesterol are identified from 10-year-old hospital records. Their charts are then reviewed through the present date to determine whether they developed heart disease. Randomized Controlled Trial, or RCT. Subjects without the outcome of interest are enrolled and then randomly assigned by the investigator to either the exposed or unexposed group. The groups are followed prospectively for the outcome of interests. The advantage of randomization is that it makes the group similar in characteristics other than the exposure of interest. Additionally, participants and or researchers may be blinded to, or kept unaware of, the treatment arm. If both are blinded, this is referred to as a double-blinded trial. Randomization makes systemic error, or bias, random. It can fail to sufficiently control bias if the sample size is small, or if there is differential loss to follow-up. Selection Bias Clinical drug trials are the main example of RCTs. Randomized studies cannot ethically be used to assess interventions thought to be harmful. For example, you cannot randomly assign someone to start smoking. Example, are patients randomly assigned to receive statins less likely to have an MI than those receiving a placebo? Crossover study, a type of prospective study, usually an RCT but possibly a cohort study, in which each patient begins in either the control or treatment group and then crosses over to the other group. In this way, every patient serves as his or her own control. Example, Patients are randomly assigned either placebo or a tricyclic antidepressant to treat their fibromyalgia. After a period receiving one treatment, the group switch to see if the placebo group improves on the medication. Meta-analysis. A study that pools the results of several similar studies to increase statistical power by increasing the overall study size. If individual studies are of high quality, A meta-analysis can produce the most convincing level of evidence. However, a meta-analysis cannot compensate for poor research. Garbage in equals garbage out. Clinical Trials Phase 1 is the first stage of testing in human subjects. A small group of healthy volunteers is given a medication to determine safety, pharmacodynamics, and pharmacokinetics of the medication. Phase 2 In this stage, a slightly larger group of patients with the target condition is given the drug to determine efficacy, optimal dosing, and side effects. Many drugs fail in Phase 2 because they are determined not to work as planned. Phase 3 Large, randomized controlled trials to determine efficacy of a drug compared with placebo or a gold standard. Phase 3 trials must prove both safety and efficacy of a drug for it to be approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, or FDA. Bias Bias can turn a good experiment bad and comes in many flavors that you will have to recognize on step one. The best way to avoid bias is a well-designed, randomized, double-blind, controlled trial. However, these trials may be unethical, impractical, or even impossible to perform in some cases. Confounding Another variable, related to both exposure and outcome, is unevenly distributed between groups and distorts the association of interest. Example. A study finds that drinking coffee is associated with lung cancer because the study fails to recognize that coffee drinkers are also more likely to be smokers. Solution. Matching is one solution, which distributes confounders evenly between groups. Selection Bias. Groups are not similar at baseline because of non-random assignment. Sampling Bias or Ascertainment Bias A sample is selected that does not accurately represent the population it is intended to. These studies may have internal validity that is accurate within the study, but lack external validity. Results are not generalizable to the population as a whole. Example a study of an economically diverse population inadvertently over-selects members of the lowest socioeconomic class by offering a small financial compensation for the study. Example. A study to examine heart disease does not have any patients older than 65 years. The study may have internal validity but lacks external validity and cannot be extrapolated to the general population, in which most patients with heart disease would be older than 65 years. The solution to this is random sampling. Susceptibility bias. Patients who are sicker are selected for more invasive treatment. Example, sicker patients get selected for surgical management over medical management of heart disease. Studies then show medical management to be associated with better outcomes simply because patients were healthier at baseline. The solution is randomization. Attrition bias. If loss to follow-up is unequal between the intervention and control groups, it can make an intervention seem more effective than it is. Example, a new acne medication may work for some patients, but it causes unwanted side effects. Patients taking the medication who do not experience improvement in their acne drop out of the trial at a higher rate than those without improvement taking placebo. In this case, the medication appears more effective at resolving acne than it is because more unimproved patients dropped out of the treatment group. The solution is to gather as much data as possible about dropouts. Measurement bias, or the Hawthorne effect. People change their behaviors when in a study. Example, participants in a medication trial to treat hypertension are more likely to adopt a healthy lifestyle if they know they are being studied. The decrease in blood pressure that occurs because of these lifestyle changes is attributed to the medication. Solution. Include a placebo group. Recall bias. Patients' recall of an exposure may be affected by their knowledge of their current disorder. Example. A non-smoker with lung cancer reports significant exposure to secondhand smoke as a child. On the other hand, a healthy non-smoker with the same degree of exposure Forgot all about his uncle who spoke indoors. Solution. Search for confirmatory or objective sources of information or conduct a prospective study. Lead time bias. Detecting a disease earlier may be misinterpreted as improving survival. Example. A 75-year-old patient with prostate cancer survives only 5 years after he presents with back pain. If a screening prostate-specific antigen or PSA test had been done in the same patient at 60 years of age, it would have provided the diagnosis and the patient would have lived for 20 years after disease detection. However, he would not have an increased lifespan. It would be a mistake, therefore, to conclude the screening test improved survival. Solution. Scrutinize any screening study for lead time bias and ask, is this actually improving survival or only detection? Adjust survival rates according to the severity of disease, for example, survival from stage T1, N0, M0 prostate cancer, rather than survival from date of detection. Late look bias. Information is gathered too late to make useful conclusions because subjects with severe disease may be incapable of responding or are deceased. Example, a survey of patients with pancreatic cancer reveals only minimal symptoms because those with severe disease are too sick to respond or may be deceased. Solution. Stratify by severity. Procedure bias. Subjects are treated differently depending on their arm of the study. Example. Patients assigned to a surgical intervention arm of a study are followed more closely than those assigned to no intervention. Solution. Perform a double-blind study. Experimenter expectancy or the Pygmalion effect. The hopes of the experimenter influence the outcome of the study. Example, a physician hoping to treat fibromyalgia conveys to a patient in the treatment arm his expectation that the medication will work. Solution, perform a double-blind study.
0: If you're interested in more stuff from Inside the Boards, definitely check out the Inside the Boards app. You can get access to our uh, audio cue bank, as well as the the Crush Step 1 podcast. I
1: appreciate you taking the time to listen and hope you have a good week. Happy studying!